Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Hey y'all, welcome to our first bonus episode on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We're going to start out with giving our thoughts before we go and see the movie. And then we're giving our thoughts um, immediately after it came out and we got done seeing it. So make sure you listen to the whole thing. So I'm kind of seeing this as part one to maybe two parts of this podcast tonight. This is part of our bonus episode where we just kind of want to give our final thoughts on maybe what we hope to see or what we think we'll see before we go see Multiverse of Madness tomorrow. Yeah, so we're going to do, our format tonight is going to be, essentially we're going to do a a pre-watch, our opinions, mm-hmm. final thoughts, what we think is going to happen. We're going to keep it short and brief, about 15 minutes, and then we're going to go... Watch it tomorrow, come back as soon as we do, and do a non-spoiler review. So just for a reference, this is like Wednesday night, it's about 10 o'clock, and this time tomorrow night, we should be done with the movie and on our way home to do our spoiler-free review. Yeah, so we're going to do the spoiler-free review, then we're going to come in Friday, Saturday, work on a spoiler review and post that as our episode for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bear with us. Most of these are going to be probably poorly edited. So uh, don't judge us. You'll, you're going to see a lot of the ums come out in this, but we're going to do yes. our best. So let's start with you. What do you think is going to happen? What I think is going to happen is, obviously we are going to see the Illuminati. It's been confirmed. I think that we're going to get answers on who is the Illuminati. But really, that's all that I think that... That's what I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. It's already been kind of confirmed that we're going to get multiple versions of Wanda and Doctor Strange. But everything else is really up in the air. What do you think is going to happen? I think... I, I think Wanda... Will is going to end up teaming up with another variant of her, um, or possibly is fighting against a variant of her, essentially to get her children from a variant of her that's actually her children. That's what I think is going to um, happen. But I think she completely tears down the Illuminati. I think she rips a whole plan completely through with them. I do think, as bad as I don't want it, I do think we're going to see Superior Iron Man. I think we're going to see, of course, we're seeing all the strangers coming in. I think we're going to see Monica Rambeau's mom. Yeah. We're going to see, what is her name, Captain Carter? Captain Carter. Well, we've already seen her in a trailer, so we we know that she's going to be in Mm -hmm. it. Um, it, It's going to be cool. After seeing the Captain Carter stuff, I stepped back today and I was like, well... I think it's time for me to go ahead and watch the What If episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I've been needing to, wanting to. I, I couldn't get into the Captain Carter one in the beginning. Uh, and I kind of stopped there. So I went back and tried to watch them. I did watch the Strange episode today and the Zombie episode. So um, I there's just so much that can happen. I mean, we're talking about the multiverse. We're t- there, yeah. It, anything can happen. You know, and just, 
I'm excited. I am too. I've got a couple of questions that I hope get answered besides the obvious ones of does one define her children and what are the consequences from Spider-Man. A couple of my not so obvious questions that I want to get answered are actually both from Loki. My first one is why did Kang quit dictating time before he found a replacement? Why did he choose the moment he did to quit dictating time and to bring on the end times? I think that variant of Kang, I think because in the place he was, I think he was extremely old. Even mm-hmm. though he doesn't look it. Yeah, he for, talks about being yeah, old. For all we know, he could, because he's in this realm that most likely doesn't age because it's outside of time, he could be billions of years old. Because we saw it goes in a circle, and it and it was all one ring. It continuously went in a circle before it branched off. So but I, I would like personally, I would like some answers to that, or at least an in credit scene on that. I I feel like we might get some answers because I think what we've been watching in the MCU and what we're going to be watching in the MCU coming up for quite a while is the unraveling of the timeline that we saw in the finale of Loki. Oh yeah. I mean I saw the interview with Kevin Feige the other day. I have not. I'm trying to stay away from everything at this point. Well and and I don't know how old it is um, but for, essentially what I gather from it is him saying it all goes back to Loki's fault. It, Loki pick up picked up Tesseract in Endgame which would have been actually in the Battle of New York and and that started all this. From that moment, it started all this. Without that, he would have never been there to help Sylvie. He would have never been there to end the season finale with Kane. And it it just all branches from there. And, you know, it's directly correlated with every, everything that happened in No Way Home is a byproduct of that. So... I just there's so much that could be happening. So it, I I guess that helps me going off that interview because it now lets me know that what's happening in Multiverse of Madness isn't directly correlated to what happened in Loki. It's actually a byproduct of that. So that helps me come into this with a different frame of reference. So I now know yeah. it's not this isn't happening in the moment of the TVA unraveling. This is actually, that happened in No Way Home, and this is a byproduct of everything that happened from the unraveling. My other question that I really hope to get answered, but honestly I think I might not get answered until Loki Season 2, is how did Sylvie have the ability to send Loki to a different timeline? I don't think she did send him to a different timeline. Well, to an alternate timeline. I think what happened is because... I think because she killed Kang and put and you know pushed him away, she may have been trying to send him to the timeline they were just on because it was just singular. It was just one timeline, but now it had already started branching at that point and by from her killing Kang, by that that timeline was evaporated. That version of Kang that worked at the Citadel took care of all that is now dead, that timeline's gone. This The main central timeline's done with. So I think it sent him to the closest timeline that was available to when he departed last, 
which mm-hmm. would have been because that's why he went back to the same room in the TVA. So he just went back to the closest one, which in that particular one had already been altered. Well, maybe we'll get some answers. I kind of hope when the Illuminati gets brought in, maybe they'll kind of start to answer some of those questions and yeah. and set up season two a little bit better. For I'm excited Loki. to see how they address the timeline stuff and even the multiverse stuff going forward because everybody has a different perception of that. And I I always go back to the, sh- the Shrek uh, term with the onions. It's all about the layers. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I think about because it... You can't think of it as one timeline. The multiverse, I think of the multiverse as it's one thing in the straight here, and then there's 50 things below it and 50 things above it that are all just slightly different, but the same things. Like, and and that's the way I process it. But then with that, with the timeline, if you throw like a timeline paradox in it, then I think of it going side to side of... You have the 50s going up and down, but then you also have the 50s going forward and back that are showing, like, when those differences are happening to change each of those different layers going up and down. And it, I could almost draw it out on paper better than I can explain it, but that's how I perceive it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know everybody has a different term. I think it all depends on what you watched growing up, that perceived time. Uh I, to me, the closest reference I have of time travel, as far as like movies, would mine would go back to. I'd like to say Back to the Future, but really and truly, I I watched those when I was so young, and then me and you rewatched them not too long ago, so that couldn't be really what really what I pulled from. So I would have to say it would have to be as crazy as the sound is probably some of the like Power Rangers and stuff like that, some of the the stuff they would do and Well, I found one interesting thing when I was rewatching Loki today. When Loki well, I watched the first couple of episodes yesterday and then I finished it today. Well, when Loki first gets to the TVA and he's in the line and he pulls the ticket and he's <laughs> listening to Miss Minutes for the first time. She's talking and I should have wrote down exactly how she said it, but she she's like, oh, um, we could send um, everyone into madness in the multiverse. And like, it was something like that, but she said madness and then she said multiverse like right after. And I'm yeah. like, hmm, that was probably done on purpose. Like, oh, they're setting something reason. up. Yeah, but. everything happens for a reason. Daddy Foggy doesn't <laughs> let anything happen without there being a purpose, except for there being, you know, the, uh, the what was it in WandaVision? The, uh, uh, protected person. Oh, witness protection. Yeah, which witness protection. Uh, because we still haven't got an answer for that. I, and I don't really foresee... I want an answer to that. I want an answer for that's it. That's number three. That's the other thing I, I want I feel like an that's going to be something that we will be, like, in the complete next phase of Marvel. And we'll just randomly get that answered. And, we and like, most people won't remember what it's from. Well, and one other thing I hope we get, and this is because, honestly, we literally just watched the finale of Moon Knight. I hope we get a decent end credit scene. We were just talking about how Marvel's in this new thing where end credit scenes are no longer these bits and pieces of what's coming up next. It's just more of the episode. Hawkeye and 
part of No Way... What was No Way Home? So I forget what the first one was, but it was something that related to Spider-Man. And uh, then... Well, well, you had... In No Way Home, you had... Because you the, had two, but... Well, yeah, you, so, No Way Home, you had the one where Peter Parker is... He's in his new apartment. Yeah, He's got his homemade suit. He's taking a real, like, Tobey Maguire setup, which... In my opinion, they should have put it. They should have had him in the Tobey Maguire's apartment. I, yeah. And had the doorman, you know, telling him when the rent's due and everything. That Don't would just, just make my butt. Put but that then, mess in the movies. Don't make that I, an well, end credit scene. In I my can, opinion, I'm okay with that. I, but I'm more okay with the the final credit scene for for No Way Home with uh not Vision, but <laughs> with um. Multiverse of Madness no, trailer? No, that that was in it. I'm talking about the one with uh, Tom Hardy, uh, with uh, Venom. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I think that gave us clarity that hey, they're coming. They they're not mm-hmm. here yet, but they're coming. And then we get Morbius. Even though I haven't watched it yet, I you know I heard hear Morbius. It takes it a while, but it does finally define what universe it's from, even though it's still kind of iffy which Spider-Man is actually in that universe, uh, which I think a lot of people think it's going to be the the universe that Venom and uh, Morbius and everything's taking place in is actually going to be uh, Andrew Garfield's um, Spider-Verse. So, well, I just hope we get a decent end credit scene. I personally wouldn't mind a trailer for Loki season two because I know that they were in production in the UK at the same time that yeah. Multiverse of Madness was. I told you this a while back. Yeah. Well, so, and I think where my problem comes in at is WandaVision. I loved WandaVision's ending. I also love Loki's. I miss, you know... I'm fine with the end credit scene being like the Venom credit scene where it's like giving us Yeah, that was giving great. us something that to look forward to. I don't care so much care for like with Moon Knight where they give us a big detail of the story as a end credit scene when that could have very well been how the show ended. Mm-hmm. Because I loved I loved the fun finale. I do want to go back and rewatch them, but I do like how it ended. I do feel like some things could have been kind of rushed through a little bit better and then spent more time on, you know, the Jake Lockley character actually in the show instead of giving them to us at the very end because I I know they're planning on season two. They want people to come back. But how many people are going to be interested as in a season two just for the Jake Lockley character? Because I do feel like it's... This show is a very half and half. You have people like me that thoroughly j- j- enjoyed it, but then you didn't. So I, I do hope we get something really good in Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. And I have full faith in my Rick and Morty people out there that are handling this because what they've done so far is really take care of fan service and make not so much in just cameos, but really making it fun enjoyable and just a lot of craziness and i can't wait i look forward to it we'll be giving more of our thoughts here in just a a few seconds okay guys hey guys hey we're back with our thoughts on multiverse of madness so we're gonna we're stitching in to our pre-video uh this is going to be the bonus episode and we're going to give 
the to the best of our abilities, spoiler free review. Uh, we are going to go back and rewatch uh, either tomorrow or Saturday, and then uh, we will give a full a full spoiler review on Monday. We're fortunate enough to have a drive-in theater about a half hour away from us that is showing it this weekend, so we'll be able to go and actually take notes and. Yes. So. First thoughts. I just want to hear your first thoughts. Um. Well, just a little heads up. I am currently eating while we're recording this. <laughs> I was starving by the time we got out. Movie theater food just doesn't quite hit the spot. Plus, it's really expensive. Yeah. Um, we smuggled most of our food in. We did. But we had to stop and get some McDonald's. I've already had a small fry, a McChicken, <laughs> and now I'm eating a burger. But first thoughts was, okay... The visual of this movie was gorgeous. Yes. It was beautiful. I've Both Moon Knight and this mm-hmm. have really impressed me with the cinematography. This one especially. Because they, they, with this movie being such heavy CG, it, it's... You can't tell. No. I mean, there there's a couple spots in the beginning that... When it's just right up in your face, and you can you can tell the differences, but it looked great. I mean, it really did. It was beautiful. I'll be honest. I'll tell you my first thoughts as we were walking out was, I told Dakota I'm a little disappointed, but then as we were in the car on the way home talking, I'm like, hmm, the more we're talking about it, the less disappointed I'm feeling about it. I'm going to elaborate. So, it's not so much disappointment that I, I felt... I think I had I had expectations of what I felt like was going to happen mm-hmm. um that they had the best opportunity to introduce at this point in time um not so much they didn't really so much introduce some of that but they gave us more but it was it was definitely not fan service like no way home was yeah, which I, I figured I think they to me I mean what to a degree to a degree they, the best way to put it, in my opinion, is it looped. So, it it did a lot like what the TV series are go or the the mini series are doing right now, where it's keeping everything nice and confined, and at the end of the day, it's we've gained a new character, and a new character to grow off of. So I. I think that's what the biggest point of that is right now is they're they're building they're building we're eventually going to have our young avengers our you know Agreed. yeah you know we're going to have all this other stuff going on so so yeah that's but it was don't take don't take that wrong I love the movie No I, I love, love the movie too I think we just Maybe had our expectations so high. We had such, like, specific things that we thought was going to happen. And then it didn't. And that's the downside of some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You get you get some things right and you get some things wrong. I we will, got a lot of things wrong. I can go ahead and tell everybody that Mephisto's not in it. <laughs> so, that I, that I wasn't banking on him being in it. I Just continuing the joke from WandaVision because I'm pretty sure... Anybody who has any knowledge of what's going on in the MCU was screaming, it's Mephisto. Mm-hmm. It's all going back to him. 
but it's not, you know, or or not mayor. You know, I think a lot of people think that not mayor is a bigger possibility than Mephisto because he's a he's more of a national standard that would he they could show him in more countries than he they could mm-hmm. Mephisto. Um, I will say though, coming into this movie, of course it's Sam Raimi. Um, keep if you've watched the Halloween movies, Michael Myers Halloween movies. Uh, the originals, keep that kind of in your mind. It's not, it's not gory horror or anything like that. Um, is, it is a, just to give everybody warning because in my opinion, there wasn't really any prior warning to, in the movie Mm -hmm. for, especially for its rating and going off of. It was a little graphic. I'll put it, it, it peaks Moon Knight. If Moon Knight bothered you in some ways. Keep that in mind because coming into this into this movie, there is a lot of jump scares. Um, there, which well, you say that, but they're I, not bad. They they're didn't really, bother us. Yeah, they're really quick ones. Uh, there was a couple of kids in a row or two in front of us. I could see them jump occasionally. Um, they're not bad jump scares. They they're more so just to keep you on the edge. But you'll hear a lot in the music. They've got that the. Um, I always think they sound like wind chimes, but that in the Halloween movies, it'll be, you'll hear the wind blowing, it'll be dead quiet other than that, and you'll hear the wind chimes, and I heard that, that sound play numerous times throughout the scene, and I was trying to, I'd like to go, when we do the full review on it, uh, when we go back to watch, I'd like to see if I see any attachments to that, um, and I may be spoiling something in that. I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't think so it leads I hadn't anything. recognized that. I don't think it leads to anything. I think it's just something that Sam Raimi put in there because yeah. it's it to him was probably attaching stuff together, but it didn't have anything attached to the movie. And I think one thing to keep in mind about this movie is this movie is very condensed in its own world, but it's opening the doors to a lot of things. I kind of almost feel like this is the next doorway for the next phase in Marvel. And I'm going to say something that will help a lot of people out. Because there's a lot of people out there that were like us up until really today um, that had not watched all of the What If series. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the What If series when we first watched it. Uh, We never finished it. I decided to go back the other day and rewatch mainly the the um Doctor Strange episode. Yeah. Destiny went back and watched Doctor Strange episode and the Part end. of the zombie and then the last yeah. episode. So I will say you can take it or leave it. it yeah, might, I didn't really feel like it, yeah. it added anything. It doesn't to contribute the movie. yeah, it doesn't really contribute anything. Now I think it does give you I think it will enhance some feelings uh throughout the movie. I think because it but in my opinion, it did more harm than good because I think I was sitting there expecting something along those lines to happen, and it never does. I I wish I could go back and not watch it for that reason, but it did make me... It, I felt a lot of emotions toward several scenes that, that I think I wouldn't have felt as much for without the What If show. Yeah, I think that's, like, kind of a really good spot to kind of, you know, 
end on yeah we're trading trading we because we don't want (laughs) to like give any spoilers away and this is just a small bonus episode but before we go I've got to talk about this popcorn bucket that we oh, bought. Yeah. If you go to an AMC, I mean, it's uh, super pricey. Shout out to AMC right it's now. It's a really cool bucket. They are not sponsoring us, but they had the best freaking popcorn bucket. I, the the bucket, though, I will say, I think it would have worked better for the No Way Home. Uh, for No Way Home, because it looks a lot like the uh, what um, Strange and Spider-Man are fighting mm-hmm. over. It looks like that. But it's not, <laughs> it does not really have anything to do with this movie other than it just looks like the shields when, yeah. they're, when they're doing the mystic shields. It's very cool. We got the second to last one, so definitely pick one up if you can. It was $27 and you get a free, and you get a large bag of popcorn with it. And we had already bought a bag of popcorn and then we saw some people with it and we're like hey where'd you get that and they're like up there and it, <laughs> at I will concession say, so we got it i will say let them if you buy it tell them to put it in it and not fill it because it holds about a bag and a half yes. of popcorn so i know people don't i don't personally want it in there but we just so we didn't have to carry around two bags we decided to go ahead and dump it in and we had two pretty much full bags dumped in, and we had less than half uh, in one left. Mm-hmm. So we ate it before we went in and then threw the bag away. Now we have three quarters of a bucket of popcorn. Yeah, we're going to wash it, display it. If you want to check it out, it is on our TikTok. I posted a couple of videos just kind of kind of leading up to the day of our um, us getting ready and stuff. We were the first ones in line, the first ones in the, our theater, and oh, it was a dream. It was such a dream. It was not a crowded showing. Yeah. It was cool. We did not sweat this time like we did with Spider-Man. So the beauty with with being being in Alabama and a lot of a lot of the southern really the east coast um a lot of the east coast theaters like this we we don't necessarily have theaters that stay open do midnight premieres. I guess is the best yeah. way to put it. So most of our theaters just do standard operating hours and they will do early early show times the day before so for us our options were three four five six six thirty and seven thirty uh we had the six o'clock showing which was actually really perfect because the six thirty and seven thirty shows apparently were completely packed and apparently the one before us yeah the the five o'clock show i think they said they there was only 100 people in the theater like, as people were coming out of our theater, because we were in line outside of that, we were like, okay, don't listen to what they're saying. Like, look at each other. Don't look at their facial expressions. No spoilers whatsoever. Yeah, we did We did good. So, final thoughts for me, go watch it. Absolutely. It's amazing. You're going to need to watch it to see where we're going next in the MCU, for, for sure. Yes, yes. And come in with an open mind. Take everything that you've watched on YouTube about this and what people think is going to happen. Try to avoid it, in my opinion. Because yeah, I think that ruined it for we, me. Well, we, I avoided it kind of the last week. Yeah. But I'm saying if I could go back, I think the expectation of what could happen uh, warped what my perception of it. Because as much as I loved it, there, <laughs> I'm still sitting here going... Oh, I wish I saw this. 
But I was also in the mindset of they cater to fans so bigly in Spider-Man. Like, I, they're not going to in this movie. So I did have that mindset personally. The cancel culture is real. They, <laughs> I'm not even going to continue on that. But. So look out for our full review on the video on Monday. We're super excited to get into the actual details. But we don't want to give anything away. It's a very long night. It's 9 o'clock. Go watch it. Go watch Go it. I hope y'all enjoyed this bonus episode. I hope we get to keep doing it. I'm sure mm -hmm. we're going to have premieres coming up sooner. That well, we, we got Thor in a couple months. We got Thor. Kenobi. Kenobi is a big one. And I know that we're a day late for the podcast. TikTok, we blew it up. But happy May the 4th. Yes. And... If you have not seen it yet, go watch the new Kenobi trailer. I'm not one that I really try to stray from trailers beforehand, but it gives nothing away except for excitement. I sent it to my dad, and he was like, that is so cool. And my dad's not one to get hyped up either off of trailers, and yeah. he thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and your dad's not even the big, like a really big Star Wars No, fan. he's just all about episodes four, five, and six. Yeah. And maybe The Mandalorian. Just... I, I think the show has great potential to put Mandalorian to shame. And I think um, Marvel did a great job. You know, Sam Raimi, I hope he comes back for more. I would love to see him do more with the franchise. I, I'd i like it because they, they've... I can't say they dipped the toes in the water of this style movie. They more so swan dived in. I loved but. it. It was a more mature feel. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. I think they're growing with the people that grew up with this. And I think that they are on their way to giving us our next style Avengers movie. Yeah. It's been a while since we've had one, and I think that's what they're working towards eventually yeah. is an Avengers movie. I I do like the fact, because it does feel like they're growing these movies along with mm -hmm. the cast. You know, it's, it, it's not like they're... Con continuously trying to appeal to five and six year old audiences or 10 year olds they this movie felt like it was made for me you know it the person that started watching this as you know a a nine ten year old mm -hmm. with iron man and it feels like they went that guy is now an adult and he's re he's ready for this kind of stuff, and that's what I felt like. I felt like that's who, that's who they were trying to get in this. They definitely hit the nail on the head. They really stepped up their game this time. So, have, all right. Have a great night, guys. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Bye.